It's been a dull, dull off-season. A snooze fest with this lockout. But negotiations are gathering pace. A deal could be done in the next couple of weeks, according to some. And yes, the baseball season might actually start on time. So, Broad Street to Britain is back, baby. We're going to bring you right up to date what's been going on in the world of baseball with the negotiations. And we're going to bring you right back up to date and in the loop with what's been going on with the Phillies in the off-season to get you set for what will hopefully be a new season starting eminently. Yes, myself, Alex, a ball in the back. This is Broad Street to Britain. And the pitch to Alonso. Swing and a miss. He got it. Luke Williams. Yes, sir. Forget about it. Hector, look at him celebrate as he goes to the mound all by himself. Watch this baby sail. Oh, Bryce Harper. Hey guys, and welcome to Broad Street to Britain, a UK Phillies podcast. We are back. We are less than, well, we're less than a month away from spring training, uh, technically, but who knows? Who knows? We'll get to that shortly. Um, it's myself, Dave Shaw, with Alex Carr and baseballing. We are back together in the house, and I'll get to them really quickly, but I just want to start the podcast with... Uh, with some sad news that I found out a while ago, which has now just come out and made public, and that is uh, a friend of mine and a friend of the MLB UK community and to the UK Cubs, uh, Joe Francis, uh, passed away uh, a couple of weeks ago on New Year's Day. Um, he was one half of the UK Cubs fan account. Uh, he was a regular on their podcasts. Uh, he did a lot of things in the MLB UK community. Uh, he was at the very first MLB UK community meet all that time ago. I remember setting it up. He was he was probably one of the first guys through the door. And there was just eight of us in London, Victoria at the sports bar. And um, and wow, how we've gone on from there. But he was there from the very start. He would regularly attend the meets with his mum. He was such a cool, fun guy. Loads of energy. Um, Cubs at heart. Through and through, big Cubs fan. My beer pong partner during the London series. We had such good times. Um, thoughts with Rene, his mum, with the, all his family, his friends, uh, the UK Cubs community, and um, and and in play runs. Everyone who watched it remember that epic Cubs versus Reds game. I think Reds walked off in extras like 13-12. He covered that game for us and was absolutely amazing during that. Uh, he'll be missed by all and. Um, yeah, really, really sad news. It took me by surprise. Such a young guy, last about to start his last year of uni. So, uh, yeah, that's um, that's a sad news for the Cubs and, and for Rene and for the MLB UK community. So, I just want to say that Joe, we're going to miss you, fella, and um, and rest in peace, buddy. Um, but let's um, let's get the show rolling. Let's get the show rolling. Let's start with. Alex Carr, ladies and gentlemen. Alex, how are you, my friend? Welcome I'm back. I'm good, Dave. Welcome to 2022. Wow. Here we are. Here we are. Happy New Year to all. And uh, As Larry David says it's too late to say Happy New Year. Oh, you're uh, right. You I just forgot. beat me to it as well. I was just going to say, Alex, <laughs> it's in February now. I'm going to uh, curb my, my New Year's uh, <laughs> greetings. Uh, Alex, how are you, my man? Mm, I am great, Dave. How are you? I hope you're you're as well as I am on this great start to the new year. I've had, or I guess not. It's not a happy new year yet, but it's it's a great start to what is a new year. It's been it's been up and down. It's been up and down personally, but 
we're hoping to have some baseball on the horizon, which means that spring is on the way and summer's on the way and baseball is on the way. And of course, we have baseball in. Hi, guys. How are we? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Happy to be back with you guys. It's been so long. I think it was end of September. Yeah, it was like right before the postseason. Yeah, yeah. And then was was it gonna, really that long ago? It was. Yeah, yeah, I picked the Brewers and then popped out in the first round. Yeah. And I was going to do some more pod, pods between that, but with the lockout and the Braves winning it, yeah. I just wasn't in the mood. It's, yeah, such a downer. It's just, yeah, thanks, Braves, for ruining the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Good. And in fact, tie it in with the first question, which was from Joe G on uh, Twitter, who I think is the guy who was in the full Phillies uniform in the Cubs series at Wrigley. Do you remember? Oh, that? I love those guys. Oh. Him and, oh, who's his mate? Joe and, I can't remember the other guy, but I think that's Joe. I think that's him from, uh, oh. Hi, from Joe. They content every night in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the, right. The cameras yeah. really, they, they pan through them every night. Yeah. It was yeah. great. They got everyone. And they had different cutouts, didn't they? Didn't yeah. they? <laughs> yeah. one yeah. they, brought, yeah. they brought different ones every day. Oh, I bet that is him now. We're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he wants to know, and of course, I want to know, we all want to know, what have we been doing in the off-season? And have we been following, uh, it's not Joe, it's Jack, so it's Jack. And he wants to know, do we follow any of the sports? And what have you been up to? Alex, what have you been up to? What the sports have you been into? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I... I really haven't really been watching many sports outside of, I mean, I watch football every now and again, but um, I'm more of a casual, casual yeah. football viewer. Um, you know, no, no obsession with it. Like I have with baseball, but um, outside of the sport world, I haven't really been, you know, doing much, just so not much doing my daily. or sixes. My, well, if you couldn't tell from my, I'm wearing uh, listeners, a Seattle Kraken sweatshirt uh, currently. I don't watch hockey. <laughs> um, I just think the Kraken are the coolest thing in the whole entire world. It's a cool hoodie. One day when they win the Stanley, I'm going to be the biggest <laughs> You're all over that fan wagon. you've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> I, I am going to be all over your timelines, giving you facts that I just Googled like six <laughs> seconds before. Um, but no, it's um, I, I, I haven't been really, I took some time off. I took some time away from Twitter, away from, you know, away from uh, just thinking about everything. I mean, I have, don't get me wrong. I have 22 pages worth of like a master sheet that I keep for all my Phillies related stuff. But, um, you know, I, I didn't really look at it for, uh, much of that time over the break. And I've just been, you know, enjoying my, uh, my girlfriend and my dog and my apartment and my life. life. Just been enjoying um, life. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. not like baseball has ruined my life, but it's like baseball has caused me a considerable amount of stress to the point where I need to take some time away from it every now and again. So it's actually been kind of beneficial for my mental health. I think. I know what you mean. Like, that is wonderful. It's, it's six, it's, it's six months of your life for, for baseball fans. And it's always, painful. It's, yeah. it's always <laughs> painful. Well, the first five months aren't too bad. And that, that September kills you. Um, mm. But yeah, after, since, since we're out, as soon as we were done, so we did that last podcast, I was like, ah, just, switch off from Twitter for a month and postseason. I just, I can't get into it that much. The Phillies aren't involved. I just can't root on other teams. Oh, it's just, and then watching the Braves do what they did. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good to step away and then just sort of recoup, catch up on some sleep. I think all UK listeners will, or you, even this side of the pond, all European listeners will be, whoa, six, six months of uh, lack of sleep and putting all your, 
spare time into the Phillies and baseball, it's you got to catch up and recoup. But I'm refreshed and ready to go. Ball in. How about yourself? What have you been up to? What have you been doing? Guys, um, well, I'm kind of bored without baseball. I paint my nails like three times a week, you <laughs> know. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my beer intake, the amount of beers that I'm trying from the craft breweries in my spare time. Um, no, I've been watching football, definitely. Playoffs, you know, they're, more, they're a lot of fun. Hey, so, last weekend, wow. This yeah, last weekend, weekend was, was awesome. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, really- so that's 100% my Sunday plans this week coming up. But um, yeah, Sixers here and there. Definitely not the Flyers. Sorry. Yeah. My dad would hate let's, to hear let's, me. Let's not get on that road on this podcast. Yeah. I yeah. I, 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 I podcast watch a lot of Sixers cover that. Too. Yeah, The Flyers are, yeah, let's not go there. I forgot about the Sixers because they, they might as well just be Joel Embiid right now. But I do watch, yeah. I do watch my fair share of Sixers. Yeah. Well, like if you were on Twitter this morning, it was at the same time. Like Brendan Brooks was retiring, and then also the Flyers had a press conference. Yes, I saw. All that. Yeah, it was yeah. a disaster on the timeline. My time, I didn't know what was going on, so I, I went on the Twitter. And I'm like, ah, oh, Brooks is retiring. What the Flyers or what? You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> the timeline is just a, a mess. A the complete- timeline really has. It's been an amalgamation of just like people that are. You can tell too. Everybody is so bored without the baseball offseason, which. A lot of people will say the baseball offseason itself is like it's too long and like it gets boring. And but I I see a lot of people out there who are just trying to fill their time without the baseball offseason. So I see you. <laughs> it's, it's been it's it, not as boring as you think. It's not the thing is it's been boring this year because it's been nothing happening. It's been a complete snooze, which we'll, we'll get to in a minute. But uh, I think it's for me it's the right length. So after October, I recover. Then November, December, it's Christmas time, New Year. Your mind's on that. Then January, you know, well, hold on. We're just a month away or a month and a bit away from spring training. And before you know it, we're here. End of January. Hopefully, we'll get spring training on time, which is less than a month. And, you know, we're, we're straight back into it. Uh, so the off-season is, is the perfect amount. If it is we had October baseball, oh, it'd be even, it'd be even better. It'd be even shorter then, wouldn't it? But uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, what about uh, myself? Just been taking time out since uh, off season, just completely forgetting about baseball, especially with the lockout. So it's just been put to one side and just been getting on with life, watching uh, football, obviously soccer, football. Um, following my that's your American, that's your American accent, Dave. Soccer, soccer. I could, <laughs> I could do a decent American accent, but I, I really do worry about offending a lot of people. Oh, you should do an entire podcast in the American accent. I, I could do an American accent if I wanted to, but oh, but it kind of goes Australian, so it kind of gets between the two and it becomes a mess like that. So you were also <laughs> definitely on the West Coast for a minute. Yeah, I could. I, I wanted I, you. I, can, I could do it. But... <laughs> I can start in Alabama and then go really uh, Sydney and go real Perth in Australian. So it's, <laughs> your Australian's good. My Australian's really good. Yeah, um, I could do a whole pod in Australia, um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I've been following my football team around, uh, going to London, going to football games, because we can again, because we've had a year and a half of lockdown. We've not been able to go to any sports, so uh, big Formula One fan, so watching that, but we're not talking about that, because I'm still bitter about the ending. Uh, and then, um, yeah, life, life. Hey, I'm training for a marathon. Um, which are go. you running in the full Phillies uniform? I am, I am. I need to locate, yes. I need to locate tra- uh, you the rumors pants. are true trousers but yeah so i'm doing a half marathon someone is listening and they have a spare pair of pants to lend to dave please mail them 
Yeah, because uh, loyal uh, listener Ryan Howard, please, please <laughs> mail, mail <laughs> Dave your pants with his waistline. Like he's, that's true. Actually, that's massive. I mean, like clown trousers. Listen, he switched true. to Subway. He's just the first. <laughs> yeah, he's eating fresh now, Dave. <laughs> that's true. That, don't that's body true. shame my man Ryan Howard. <laughs> my bad. You know, I've been on I eBay. can't wait for I've that. I've been on eBay and I've seen like uh, game worn pants. I can't even get you saying pants, trousers, pants uh, from the fells, but. The waist sizes are massive, and the I can uh, probably uh I can hit up my like local little league team and see if they can uh, anything like a, because a child's extra 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 large. No one, but no one does like no one in this in this side of the pond does no. red and white pin or red pinstripe pants. So I need to pay for shipping, or when I go over there in June, I'm gonna pick some up and uh, bring some back. But uh, I saw Clay Buckles Phillies walk game one. Pants on eBay you going, going for like tape. 45. That's bad luck. You'll, you can, you'll de- yeah. And you'll destroy oh, know, the value. I know, I know. I'm not <laughs> probably worth a fortune. I'm not that desperate yet. Um, I'm going to see what I can pick up in, in June uh, when I go over. But um, yeah, so I'm going to be doing full fitties, uh, jersey, pants, socks, running 26 miles, not in the marathon. Uh, so That's yeah, amazing. I've been training. I'm yes. up uh, 10 miles at the moment, so it's, it's going well. Wow. Yeah. I've been running a lot more too, Dave. But also... I just wanted to, I came to an epiphany about this uh, oh, okay. a little earlier in the week. I, back during when COVID was shutting down everything and it looked like we weren't going to have a baseball season, I started a thing called like Forgotten Philly, where I was just posting, I was posting videos of like, you know, Phillies throughout the years that everybody mm-hmm. forgot about and, you know, just posting their highlights. And it, it was, it was a great time. It was a great way to, to fill my days when I was, you know, doing nothing. I forgot to post one about clay buckles i did like mm-hmm. maybe a hundred of those and i forgot clay buckles even like it was called forgotten philly and i forgot <laughs> and about forget- clay buckles <laughs> That's how it, just, memorable it he was. just occurred to me i saw i saw a picture or a video of him like earlier uh this week and i was like i forgot he was ever ever a philadelphia philly so yeah, you should snap not- those pants up should I? He was, I he was good for like three 40, seconds. 40 bucks and then 25 bucks uh, shipping. I don't know. I'm not that desperate yet. But his waist size is, was similar to mine. I lost a bit of weight now. So we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's great. It, guys, mental health-wise, running is – and any exercise is just great. I can't – my mental health side too. of things, I can't recommend it enough. It honestly – honestly helps in many, many ways, not just health, obviously, physically – but mentally, man, running is uh, running is is really really good. So, half marathon soon, full marathon October. Uh, I'm going to reveal the charities soon and the fundraising page because at the moment I'm running for um, Make a Wish Foundation. Do you have Make a Wish Foundation over there? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So yeah, so that's what I'm running for at the moment. But if I get through the ballot, which results come out in February, then I'm going to split that with that and the local hospice, which my dad's in at the moment, who have been uh, simply sensational. And so I want to try and split the two. So we'll see. Uh, we'll fe- details out in February with the uh, fundraising and stuff. But yeah, yeah, twenty six miles, sweating my ass off in uh, <laughs> the video. Fields. The video content that will come from that is. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna going live to, stream. I can't wait. Well. Yeah, I'm gonna. Be- I'm gonna use it more than Craig Mish uses Peter Pratt's videos <laughs> that he puts on Twitter all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, am, I am going to Dave. I'm going to use those for everything, and I it's- can't wait what me at my worst me at my- you just like you know saying go phillies or something on mile 30 
or mile 13. 30. Whoa. <laughs> 13. <laughs> just yeah. like, you know, just, you know, being in full Phillies garb, I think is going to be the greatest thing. It's going to be awesome. So, wait. I'm going to be easy to stick out on TV as well. So, it should be on BBC America when it's when it's live. Although, you guys will be 5 a.m. your time. 4 a.m. Oh, I'll, I'll get, get up for that. You got me I'll all up, up, guys. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. Just to look out for a guy in a striped top and, and pants. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Now, Dave, do you listen to music when you run? Do you po- listen to podcasts yeah. or do you like a silent music? Music's got to be music. I'm okay, a podcast good. kind of guy. You I'm are? Podcast, yeah. I can't keep pace when I do that. Podcast too slow. I need, I need uplifting tempo. Yeah. I need a beat. I thought I, I did beat. too. I just, for whatever reason, it's so much easier for me to like motivate myself to actually get out and do it if I have like, I feel like I'm being productive while I'm doing it. I know what you mean. I've I just tried. listen. I listen to podcasts and I do it. And it's it is honestly the best discovery I've ever made about myself. It is tr- really it's it's changed. I, I tried it. I, I tried the high hopes, Jack. Sorry, but the podcast is not my. Is not. It's a great podcast. And yeah, Jack, Jack, I love you're guys. you're boring, Jack. No, 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 no. You're not fun enough to run no. to. Oh, no, well, that's him never coming on this podcast again. Uh, <laughs> he knows but, I love but, him. With you, he knows Alex. I love him. Um, You'll have to give him a shout out on one of your miles now. Yeah. 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 You must. Devo- yeah. Devote one mile to, to one entity. Give a shout out every mile. Wow. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do, 25. A, I'll, do a, I'll do a live, a live stream on my, on the Twitter every, every mile stage. Wow. That'd be crazy. That'd be yeah. pretty sweet, though. It sounds good in, in theory as I'm thinking it but at the time. I think I'm going to be, You'll be mi- mile, mile 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, but no, I can't, I can't run the podcast. It's too slow. If I'm running up a hill, I'm sweating. I need a boost. Jack and they give—they both give me that boost, but it's not. I need a in my ears a good beat. I get it. But Jack James, I do love the podcast. You know I do. High hopes. Although and this as well. Um, <laughs> guys, quickly, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame was announced last night. David Ortiz. Where where are we on that? I, I bit, a bit controversial. Super happy for David Ortiz. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we love David Ortiz. I'm just- yeah. His video when he got the call to was really cute. I don't know if you guys With watched it. With Pedro Martinez. Yeah, so it was cute. cute. Yeah, super cute. I just, I don't know. I'm a little, I don't know how to like really vocalize it, but all I know is like there's only one of the three like should have been voted in. I mean, there's like 11 guys on that ballot that I would vote for, but there's like only one of them that has that has actually tested positive for PEDs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's not true. Roger Clemens did too. But um, you know, it is frustrating that uh, we kind of still live in this, uh, or not live in this society, but like we we have a BBWAA that is just controlled by folks who profited themselves off of the steroid era and yet can't acknowledge one of the greatest, right. you know, people to ever swing a bat ever if not the greatest um you know how can you have a a hall of fame a hall of the best without the best like no matter no matter what i understand i understand like believe me i understand people who are um very uh rule driven and i i totally see that side for me you have to operate under the assumption that everybody was doing it in that era that's just how i that's how i qualify it and also like even then we look at somebody like David Ortiz who did fail a drug test and he just was a first balloter. So mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Bolin, Bolin, do you think we'll ever see any of that 08 Phillies team in the Hall of Fame? Um, I think Jimmy's our best shot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think Chase is a no-brainer. I think he, I don't think he'll be. I'd hope so, but I think I think he's a no-brainer though. He's he's. I mean, I hope so too, definitely. But yeah, he I don't is. know. For some reason, I do think Jimmy is our our best chance. Do you guys think that regardless of the Hall outcome, the Phillies will finally just start retiring numbers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do. They have to. I I think, I think they I think, have to. I yeah, without a doubt, I think I Chase think is to be retired. To. Yep. I mean, they've I had some of them on hold for like the longest time now, right? Yeah, they yeah. just they have a stupid that policy is just stupid. But I I do think I think Chase will get in. I think that behind Jeff Kent, he is well, and Jeff Kent's having trouble getting in. But Jeff Kent was also, you know, mm-hmm. not a nice person. Um, whereas I think Chase, everybody loves Chase. I think Chase is, you know, I think he's a shoe in. So fingers crossed. When when does mm-hmm. when does Chase come into the twenty twenty four I think oh, I don't think it's twenty three right he retired two years after Jimmy right yeah because he played in LA for a while didn't he just uh, two seasons but Jimmy played his last one there I can't remember I'm pretty sure it's yeah I think if it was twenty twenty three we would have heard more of it by now where are we with the lockout well two days of well progress progress it, it's it. It's progress. It's better than what it has been for the last few months. Uh, Alex, the main thing seems to be the what is it, the uh, what were they struggling on? Ten million offer, far too low. They were wanting what a hundred and five million. There's a whole bunch of stuff that. First of all, I think we all agree that pre-arbitration salary should be raised like at least by fifty percent. That's like being very like cheap and stingy, but at least 50%. I think the, I think what they've been talking about with the bonus pool for top 30 MVP finishes for pre-arb players is kind of cool. But at the same time, I also don't think that you should have to be a top 30 player to get a, to get a, like a due raise. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I think that there should be some sort of, uh, I don't know. It's too complicated for me to even, because they're complex and they're never, they're never going to do this. Like they're never going to make that kind of concession because why would they? Um, but it's, it's frustrating that, you know, they're still both. Uh, I won't even say both sides. The, the owners are basically just slow playing it. I mean, obviously the MLBPA is trying to, um, you know, get as much as they can out of them, which good for them, they should. Um, but it's, it's really frustrating that, you know, we can't just skip this whole stone facing uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. part of things. And, and, you know, the owners just can't say, okay, fine, here you go. Because that's, that's where we're probably going to end up. I mean, they're not going to get all that they're asking for, but we're going to end up hopefully with a, with a player's win on this one. So and, and it's what, a lot of things that they're a part on. But. And then of course, what, what structure are we going to have? What playoff structure are we going to have? Are we going to, what rules are going to come in place? Runner on like runner on second. They reckon that's going to stay. The of course the DH. I thought that was going away. I I think is that going? The runner, runner on second. I think it's I going. Mean. I think it's going. Oh, Rob okay. Manfred said something about getting rid of it. Um, but wow, never... he's doing something right. Oh, oh, oh! I, 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 it shouldn't I, have been instated. In oh, the first quite. What? Oh! Only because only because it benefited us a lot last year. Don't we hate the overtime rules? In oh, so you could go football? to bed sooner? Yeah, Dave. 
look, 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 look. From, from a UK point of view, when it goes to extras, it's getting late. It's getting, mm. it's getting two, three in the in morning. In New Jersey, I think it's getting late. So I can't even imagine. So yeah, yeah it gets two, three in the morning. It gets to over uh, extras and you're thinking, can we just wrap this up? But so the see- runner on second was ideal for the, I get, I get, but I know I'm in the very minority, but it was quite entertaining. But it you was... see all these people complaining about the the football overtime rules now, though. What with what happened this past weekend, like that's what baseball baseball is a yes, it is. But baseball is a game of momentum. The the um, I mean, I guess this is always the case, so I I understand it. But it's so clear that the the home team has a huge advantage. I mean, huge, um, especially if if the away team fails to score and i understand like you know at least both teams get a chance to respond but like it's i don't know it's just not it doesn't work there's other ways i feel like and and i don't mind it i don't mind it i just wish it wasn't the 10th inning i was just gonna say how about bringing it in like the 12th or 13th if it's the yeah Yeah. the 11th the 12th 13th i'm fine with it like a sudden death kind of thing not even sudden death it's you get a chance to respond it's great um but I don't think it belongs in the 10th inning. No, I agree. I agree. Okay, we'll compromise. We, can I we bring it in the 13th? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I think mean, that's even, that even might yeah. be too late. I, I oh. would be okay with it coming. <laughs> the 11th I'd, then. The 11th. I truly, I'd be okay with it like coming in like the 11th or 12th. I'm fine. I just think that that 10th inning is usually where those games end anyway. So it's just to, it's to prevent the game from going too long as opposed to going another inning. You know what I'm saying? All right, I'll, like, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put that to Rob Manfred, and we'll we'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah. The- Philly's bullpen can't make it to the 13th inning, anyways. So nope. Let's not extend that. That's true. No, that's true. Do you, do we think uh, do we think the season will start on time, guys? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. What about you, Ball? Yeah, I feel like I didn't really have an opinion on it. Like I've been kind of you know, just staying back on all of it. And I'm yeah, just yeah. kind of like, okay, just update me when you guys finally make up your mind. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah this, this is the interesting thing. And baseball is the only sport because in Europe, you don't get to see negotiations of sport being played out in public. Whereas baseball and American sport in general, you see it all, it's all on the line. It's all out there. And it's really, it's the sort of stuff you don't really want to know. Like, just, 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 just tell us what like you said, tell us when it's done. Just tell us yeah. when it's done, man. We don't need all Somebody the dirty. Yeah, Somebody don't we, we don't need all the all the dirty laundry. <laughs> it's the same way that the way teams do things as well. Like they, they put it all out there. Like what exactly what's going on to every detail. Where over here in sports, you you hear nothing until the deal's done. And so mm-hmm. it, it's sort of like sometimes it's like dirty laundry out. Like you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Put it away. Keep it. Just tell us when it's done. Let's go. Um, big shout out to Drew Ashurst to uh, a UK Phillies fan who will be hopefully be in Denver. Uh, for the Rockies Phillies game in the start of April, that's going to be cold. It's all snow. That'll be. It's all snow at Coors, haven't they? In in April time. Definitely. That'll be awesome. They though. could. Yeah, good trip. I did it uh, 2017 because it's straight that up. That ballpark's so nice. Oh yeah. So oh, nice. Denver down, downtown. Incredible. Denver is awesome. I oh, love yeah. Yeah, the, the view is great because there's there are no people obstructing it for you. It's great. No, because there's no. <laughs> it's <laughs> really <Yeah>. great. <laughs> <laughs> when I was there, it was empty. And so, because I'd just come from Chase Field uh, in Arizona where it was empty. Mm. And then went to mm. Denver where the weather was a complete contrast. It was baking. This was June. It was still June. And, and Dem- uh, Phoenix was baking hot. 
Denver was we had hailstones during the game at one point. It was cold. Wow. But um, I stayed in a hostel downtown, literally two blocks down from the ballpark. And oh, what a what a great play! I'd love. To, I really want to go back. Really want to go back. Um. So where are we this time last year? JT signed his extension. That feels like donkeys ago, right? Years <laughs> it ago. Does. Like where is that time gone? Oh man, that really does make me feel very. Uh, it just makes me feel like. Cool. Well, what, a, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Think about how excited we all were. I know. JT signed. They got the t-shirts printed out. Oh, <laughs> signed JT. Oh, and then, yeah, JT's not the best of years, but... He'll be better. He'll be better. I, I, I guarantee it. Let's get, uh, let's get up to date with the fills. What's going on in the fills? Let's get up to date. Back in the loop, because I think everybody's sort of gone away from baseball. It's just time to come back. Let's bring everyone up to date. Not a lot has been happening, to be honest. <laughs> um, so it's going to be quite quick. But Neris, Neris is gone. I'm gutted. I was going to get his name on the back of a jersey this year. Oh. And, and he's gone. And Kutch is gone. That's two big characters. And Suked, uh, question, who's going to replace Neris in the bullpen as a big character? And I'll extend that to who's going to replace Neris and Kutch as the big characters of the, the locker room? Because... That's their big losses on and off on and off the field. Alex, who looks like he's going to cry. All right. All right. No, it's just it's it's really sad. I mean, Hector was my favorite guy on the team. Everybody knows it at this point. I just really I I love that guy. Um, and then obviously losing Kutch, losing somebody of Kutch's magnitude is just uh, especially for a team that was so deeply engrossed in uh, not the greatest news, like from a people perspective. Uh, when it came to last year uh, it's really upsetting um, yeah but I think that that is something that makes this offseason even more important um, the Phillies have to really consider what they're doing dynamic wise um, in the locker room and and on the pitching staff things like that um, I think guys that could step up and replace I mean you can't find replacements for for guys of that character you really can't but um you know, I think that I I wish they could have brought Freddie Galvis back because Freddie was obviously such a great. He's gone presence. to Japan, right? Yeah, he's gone to Japan, um, which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, you know, he would have been great to bring back. So I don't know who's going to replace Kutch. I do think that um, somebody along the lines of like Jake Diekman could be a really nice add for the bullpen, just because he's he's a guy that you know. Uh, has been with the Phillies before and has seen them win and seen them yeah, in yeah. their golden years. Um, he could be a really nice um, replacement for, he doesn't bring the same energy as Naris, but he definitely brings uh, a veteran presence that you would be happy to see. Yep. I don't think there's anybody on the market in the bullpen is, you know, section, unless you're talking about is like- Is still a chance Naris could come back? Has he been snapped up yet? No, he did the, the Astros Houston, signed. right? Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, he's gone, gone, gone. I wish he could have went to a team that I would want to. Yeah, yeah. Of all the teams, the Astros Astros are going to make him a monster, which is going to be great. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be awesome on that level. But and we'll see him opening. We'll see him opening day. Yep. Oh, can you imagine? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's Phillies Astros. This is how out of touch I am, you guys. I I haven't checked out twenty two yet. We know what's we know how it's going to end. He's going to pitch free well a perfect innings to close he's the gonna game close it yeah it's gonna be great that oh. they don't i mean they don't have a closer right now so he's he's the guy that you kind of mock up as man the, i forgot he went to, i thought he was still afraid yeah i forgot he went to the astros oh that's even yeah. worse 
Uh, and bowling. Ah, oh, Neris, I know you were such a big fan. This team needs Hector. And they dumped him she out. needed him. I know. Like I said, it's, it's such a bummer. And I am kind of bummed about the whole Astros thing. But, you know, still going to cheer for him. And I think Alex is right. Like, they're going to really make something even better out of him. Like, we thought we had it good with Hector sometimes. But I don't know. He, he could be super fun to watch down there. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, we'll still keep tabs on it. I'm, I'm sure. Hopefully, for the opening weekend, he's still finding his feet and just, you know, struggles a little bit. And then after we played the Astros, go, 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 Hector. We'll, we'll still be cheering you on. Hopefully, we'll just score so many runs that they won't even need to bring yeah. in a closer. Yeah, stay, stay sitting there, Hector. You're, you're yeah, not, you're not needed. Like ninety percent of that starting pitching staff is recovering from some pretty, some pretty crazy injuries. So yeah, that's the point. We might, we might catch him rusty. Well, before, we'll see. B- before the start of the uh, that series, we'll get UK's Astro one, who's uh, who I'm good friends with, and we'll we'll get we'll get their side of it. We'll see yeah. what we've got to say with their side of it. Um, also out, so yeah, catch in Kennedy's gone, Brad Miller's gone, for, uh, Freddie Galvez's gone, Archie Bradley's uh, stay was short, Torres is gone, JD Hammer, and uh, this was last year. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> uh, Andrew Knapp has gone. Roman Quinn's gone. Medina's gone. Andrew Knapp, I'm so sorry since the song. He he didn't score an RBI since. Um, he, was, <laughs> he, was, he was no longer no longer the song? RBI machine. Um, Is that the song that you sang, Dave, when yeah. you were with and, the dance? Andrew Knapp, Philly's RBI machine. Didn't score oh man, that song was so good too. That oh, such man, I yeah, I had a few beers that day, and I had a like, <laughs> no way. I was like, maybe maybe Fransky and LA are right. The the Twitter account, maybe you are the may- Alex. Don't Alex, please. <laughs> I I have this thought nearly after every game. Um, poor guy. Yeah, good luck to all the. <laughs> good luck to Nappy. He's he's still he's not been picked up, has he? He's no, not yet. Uh, Quinny, wherever he goes, all the best. Oh no, he has been. He's with the Reds now. I lied. Nappy's okay. with the Reds? Yes. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I think you're right about that. Uh, what, what I about, think I remember something. What about Quinny? Has Quinny moved on? No, not yet. Well, he's uh, still recovering. He was our longest serving Phil. He was, he was drafted At back point, in what, yes. 2012? 20, yeah. 20, That's 2012. crazy. Yeah. Oh, That's man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since I first started following the Phils, Quinny's, he's been there with me. 2012 was a special year. <laughs> And uh, nothing yeah. came of it. But uh, Galvis has gone to Japan. Brad Miller. Do we know Brad Miller's? He's still out there. Still out there. His market could expand, too, because if, if DH comes to the National League, there's a ton of rebuilding teams that would love to, you know, pick him up for cheap and then flip him at the deadline. Are, are you surprised about J.D. Hammer? No. No. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of what – first of all, he was out of options, uh, minor league options, so – the flexibility uh, that he had from bouncing yeah, between yeah. was – it just wasn't there anymore. Um, he's also 27, and he couldn't sustain the velocity bump he's that he 20, saw. In. Wow, I actually – I thought he was younger. He also just wasn't – he, was he wasn't uh, – I, I don't think his metrics were really telling the whole story uh, for him. He, he just, It just wasn't – I wasn't super impressed with everything that I saw. He had that great run, um, but I think a lot of that was, a, was, was luck. Um, so I wish him luck. He's back with the organization that we traded for him from. Back with the Rockies, so right. Um, yeah, so that's oh, gone to join good full circle moment for him. Um, and again, we've lost Galvis, uh, we've lost Torres, Miller. Again, clubhouse characters, big characters. Mm-hmm. The Phils well, have got to, like you said, the Phils have got to recruit. They have to you know, bring Brad Miller take, back. 
they've got to take I locker mean, room presence into consideration. With um, with what Bryce had to say about Brad Miller in his MVP acceptance speech, I yeah. don't see any way that they don't bring Brad Miller back. They have to. Yeah, oh, they yeah, have to. Right. Um, yeah, so all the best to. I hopefully Miller comes back. He it was always an important piece that walk off against the Nats last year when that amazing comeback. What were we yep. six nothing <laughs> down? Then we pulled back yeah, and lost that the was winning. Crazy. Miller walked it off. Awesome. Uh, the insane. They walked them off twice in a row that series, right? Am I making that up? I, I think we owned the Nats last year. There was so oh, many they, walk yeah, off and win. <laughs> yeah. um, and only real notes for ones are Camargo and, and Knievel. How do you, is it Knievel? Knievel? How do you say Knievel. it? I always get it's Knievel. Yeah. I'll edit that and make it sound like I got it first time. Um, so Corey Knievel, um, good. should be a solid bullpen piece, right? We Good little deal there. I mean, I'm really happy about it. I He was my – I I thought that they would have liked to get him on a multi-year deal so that they could lessen up the AAV. Um, mm-hmm. Also because, you know, if he does come back and becomes this absolutely insanely talented closer that he was with Milwaukee, um, you know, that would be nice to have on a on a cheap two-, three-year deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think from his agent and his perspective – they were looking for a short-term deal, so it makes a lot of sense, but I'm, I'm glad to have him. I think he will be – what's really interesting about that deal, actually, is that if he does end up being that guy, if he ends up having an absurd year out of the closer spot, because that sounds like where he's going to be, if he has a crazy year from there, you can just offer him the qualifying offer next year. I mean, yeah, true. It's, it, then yeah. he either accepts at you know, $17.8 million or you get an extra draft pick for, you know – Signing uh, a great closer. It's a win-win, I think. Yeah, great. if if he doesn't join our bullpen and go the I mean, same he way was as the others go. Amazing. Hey, hey, no jinxing. <laughs> he was amazing for the Dodgers last year. He was absolutely, by was, every metric, and that's, just amazing. And, um, yeah, we're, we're, I'm going to go into who the Phils are looking at and hopefully we'll get in, in the offseason. Uh, on the off, off, uh, off play, uh, how do you say it in baseball terms? Off the field. Uh, acquisitions. Clentax mm. left the building. He's gone. Woo-hoo! He's gone. He's gone to the Brewers. He's your problem now. Enjoy. Happy trails, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tack has left. Uh, Joe Dillon and Juan Castro have gone as well. Uh, Bobby Dickerson in. Um, Bobby Dickerson Yankees. So him and Gerardi have got connections there. Alex is eye rolling. And uh, Kevin Long. Kevin Long, the hitting coach, Nationals. That's, now that's a good appointment. And Preston Mattingly, of course, uh, from the Padres. That's some that's some key appointments right there. Yeah, definitely. Alex, I, well, uh, well, especially Preston Mattingly. This one, this one's it should now hopefully it's going to be a bit of a progress, but get our farm system back up here with a new farm director. But this guy's got some good pedigree. Yeah, especially when you're coming from the Padres. I mean, that system. <laughs> people, I feel like people are. I mean, we look at that system and we say, oh yeah, you know. They've developed Fernando Tatis and, uh, you know, not Jake Cronenworth, but they traded for Jake Cronenworth. Um, and they, you know, uh, who am I missing? Just, uh, you know, they've obviously had the prospect capital to trade for a lot of yeah. great players because we see what they did last year when they got Blake Snell and they got um, uh, that whole litany, Austin Nola, and they got uh, that just that whole litany of players with the, just all that deep farm system that they had curated. Yeah, that's that's a lot to do with, Preston Mattingly. Um, and he's really young. He's got the right mindset for it. That's what I really like about what the Phillies are doing. They have gone younger. Um, they which have. Is- thank God. Yeah, thank God. 
they, yeah, agreed, agreed. And they, they it's uh, the new Phillies way they're bringing it now from top to bottom. They're trying to get everyone on the same wavelength, running as a world oil machine, which hasn't been in the past. It's been very disjointed, as evident from players coming up and down. And nothing really has gelled or clicked between any of our stages or any of our hierarchy. Um, but it looks like that's all coming together now with these new appointments as well. The last two years, we're building and they're going to create the Phillies way. And, and Bolin, who else is back? Who else is back? You the got original this. fanatic is back. His old hands. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I saw your face confused and I thought I'm going to have to bail her out. The fanatic, <laughs> the original fanatic is back. That's the biggest acquisition of the offseason for sure. Absolutely. No more star eyes. We're back. And fingers. No. The fanatic doesn't yeah, yeah. No more scales on the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. The original is back. Oh, I'm so happy. That that news generally made me really happy. I just had to stop what I was doing and give it a fist clench of it. Yes. We're getting something right. <laughs> yes. Huge victory for the Phils. Um, and that's pretty much what the Phils have done in the offseason. That, that, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. They haven't had a lot of time. But I also I, – I really do think Kevin Long is a, is a great get. I was a little skeptical yeah. at first because, you know, Joe Dillon was Kevin Long's protege, so to speak. But – Man, the things, if y'all have not read Matt Winkleman's deep dive on Joe Dillon, well, basically Joe Dillon. That, he's was, got some great articles out. That, that Matt, guy is a, is a follow. A great follow. I love yes. Matt. I mean, <laughs> not only is he a very good friend of mine, but like, I just, I admire him so much. He is so smart. He's so good at what he does. Um, if you haven't read, it's just, the once he pointed it out to me, the discernible difference between double A AA to triple A and then AAA to the majors, like AAA to the majors were like operating on a similar wavelength, which is a yep. bad thing. Um, and then it feels like the low development, uh, the lower level development was a completely different entity. And then they just come up and, you know, they come to AAA and they just die. Like the bats mm-hmm. just die. Um, and there had to have been a reason for that. And lo and behold, there was. And so go read that piece that Matt wrote. He is a genius and he is so, so good at what he does. But I do think Kevin Long, especially seeing what he did for Kyle Schwarber, who I'm sure we'll be talking about in a little bit. Just, um, that's, that's <laughs> but seeing what, seeing what he's done for Kyle Schwarber, I mean, it, it's a no-brainer. He has the right idea for the all-fields lift-the-ball approach, whereas Joe Dillon didn't really care where you put it. He just cared that you hit to all-fields, and that can be problematic. So, Which we've been saying about a lot of players, <laughs> you know, Certainly especially so. one we're going to get to very shortly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, another oh, another off off field um out is Kevin Franson. Franson's going yeah. to the Nats, friend of the podcast. Yeah, friend of the pod came on a couple of times. Great guy, brilliant professional. So great, going to be missed, really missed in the uh, in the radio booth. I really enjoyed listening to to Kevin, and uh, all the best to you, Kevin, and in, uh, in Washington. It's a uh, he's got a big gig there now. He's big time. That's a win for the Nationals. It's such a and weird. their fan base too. That's exciting. Yeah, because them. especially is, go ahead, dude. Is he replacing the guy who went yep. uh, uh, <laughs> what's that horrible home run call, which I don't really want to bring back in my head because it will annoy me. Oh, 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 what is it? Oh. It's the one where um <gasps> it was it was that not a it was a walk-off home run against them where he was silent for like 80 seconds. Um he's, he's got a really annoying home run call. Uh I, I 
I hate it so much. I've I've tried hard to get it out of my memory, and it's worse. <laughs> You've brainwashed yourself. It, it's gonna bug me. It'll come to me during later on. But, but yeah, he also is a bad person. So we're glad that he's gone, and we're glad that that. Kevin oh, it's a win-win win for the Nationals all round. Then it's great. Huge win. Huge win. Oh, that's great. <laughs> on the uh, UK Phillies Facebook group, give us a follow. Zach Campbell asks favorite way to spend John's money. Then Brian, Correa, Castellanos, Schwarber, Cheeky Bitch for Freeman, Ballin. You would love all those, and obviously, but I know I kind of want to say all of the above. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, <all. laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I think Cray would be a lot of fun. My hopes are not very high for that yeah, whatsoever, though. Um, I don't know. He might be my top choice. I, I, and Castellanos was linked heavily with us, wasn't he, before the, the lockout? I wonder if they've got those. Not to mention how much fun the Twitter content would be if we signed him, too. <sighs> yeah it would be I, so much fun <laughs> i don't know if i'll ever be putting on this fanatic suit again <laughs> <laughs> and, and brian and schwab are both real possibilities Free, freeman alex was discussing before we went recording freeman you reckon's uh he's out of atlanta don't get this take I, wrong alex because i hope you think? i hope i hope he's a dodger i well i so there's oh, been, God. there has been there has been so much especially recently just about like how they are they have obviously not met eye to eye i mean they have had not only like 10 years to work out a deal they've had you know the last eight months and it just has not it hasn't happened so um i i really hope he leaves uh that would be just the greatest schadenfreude in the world for me um i just i'd like take that but um you know obviously there's still time uh who knows maybe the braves have taken this time and really you know factored out how dead in the water they would be without him. Um, although, you know, we were talking about it, Dave. Uh, if they were to just, you know, pivot and make a trade for Matt Olson, I'm not sure how much more fun that would be. Um, so it is, it's, it's, it's tough to say that, you know, him leaving would be the best thing ever in the world to happen, but it would be. Um, it's just then what are they going to replace him with and how scared do we have to be of that thing? Um, but you know, we'll see. Um, As for like, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, how scared are we going to be of them? And of course, the Mets starting to flex, flex their, their dollars. But um, yeah, they're eighty-year-old. The, you know, team. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll cover that nearer the time when they actually do splash. That <laughs> um, also, one thing to take into account: the the um, collective bargaining agreement could include a bump to the luxury tax threshold. So. Oh. We will. I mean, like, that's why. Up, so and that would that, be interesting. That's game on for all of us. The, the yeah. Phillies have, you know, they're they're thirty one million below the tax right now. But if it goes up to say, to if it gets like a twenty million dollar bump, then you're starting to think, oh, like ah, even if they're going to stupid money time again. Year, like, <laughs> and again, I'm just a believer that they should just spend money anyway. But we've got to now. Like we're at the stage where we've been rebuilding for years now. Let's just. Throw the cash at it and make a proper go. Like, come hey, on. Give you. us the damn playoffs. God damn it. Oh, now I'm getting fired <laughs> up again. Here we go. Uh, Daz, Daz on Twitter says, will Bo make the team? Personally, I hope so, because it means Bo is back performing. Uh, Bowling, Alec Bone, we want to see him back. We want to see Alec Bone when he came up. That Alec Bone. Exactly. Yeah, I want good things for him. I totally agree. I um. Last year was frustrating for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think 
I mean, I don't know for sure, but I think part of it was like he needed a good mental reset sort of thing. It felt like he kind of, especially once you start feeling down on your confidence and whatnot, like that's just no good. Um, So, I mean, yeah, hopefully he is, you know, just kind of feeling better in that way. And yeah, I think we'll see him back for sure. He was one of those players that you could see it. You could see how badly it was affecting him. And yeah, it was hard to watch at certain points. Exactly. And that, and that makes you want to root for him even more because you it's a relatability. You can see it in his face and you can see how down he gets at times and the extra extra hours and practice he was putting in before the games, after the games, just taking ground balls. He was determined to get it right. And I hope Alec, uh, Alec Bohm does because when he's on fire, whoo, he's a hell of a player. And Alex, you were saying how I jinx players. I I got Alec Bowman's jersey at the start <laughs> oh, of last no. year. Oh, and no. I got Alec Bowman and Zach Eflin at the start of last year. Their oh. jerseys. And um, oh, the rest is history. The rest oh, is no. history. <laughs> um, do you think we'll see Alec Bowman back in, at third base even? Or possibly move him out to... Because there were rumours last year he moved out to left field, weren't there? There weren't any rumours. That's just what I wish he would do. I wish... I wish our team were smart enough to do that, but no, um, it's, it's unfortunately, I, I feel like they have kind of stuck him at corner infield now, which is, they're just going to force it to, to work, which is uh, whatever. Um, but while he is somewhat positionless, I do think that we are going to see a way better Alec Bohm this year, as well as I think you're going to see a huge, huge Kingry impact no oh. uh i wish <laughs> from from matt veerling um i think those Yay! two guys are really they're very yeah. they're very linked uh in that they both just hit the ball on the ground constantly or they hit it the other way and it just doesn't have enough power to land for an extra base hit i mean if you guys remember alec bohm in the first like three weeks of last season hit like it had to have been double digits of just opposite field rips that were just right into the left fielders or the right fielders glove like it was just they just happened to be right there um i remember that series against the cardinals i was at a game where uh was it tommy edmund tommy edmund was playing right field that day and he caught two absolute rips off of alec bohm's bat both going the opposite way one of them was like a diving catch the other was just a a routine catch but on a ball that should have been a double um so he knows how to hit to all fields. He just has to lift the baseball a little bit more um, that's, and that's learn to Kevin Long could really help him. Exactly. That's what he did for Kyle Schwarber. And that is what he's hopefully going to do. That's why they brought Kevin Long in. I mean, that for Alec Bohm, for Matt Beerling, I mean, you see what, you know, the launch angle era has done for some of these guys. And you're just like, well, when is it, you know, Alec Bohm's turn? When is it Matt Beerling's turn? Yeah, so absolutely. Both of those guys will have, will have a substantial change, I think, in 2022. And Scott Kingery? Um, is he done? Are we, are we, are we, are we, hey, look. <laughs> Whoever? Kev, Kevin Long might unlock the key to Kingery's batting and he comes whoever, back. Whoever out there was the one who wrote, there was some article <laughs> floating around that Scott Kingery could be selected in the Rule 5 draft. What, like, what possible, I just want to talk. I just want to <laughs> if it's one of you listening, let's just have, let's have a chat. Please hit me up. I just want to talk about it. And I talk about veiling. I'm, I'm hoping that Luke Williams and Nikki Maton kick on again. They had good impacts. Couldn't really sustain it, but the impact was there. The potential's there. Be great to see them kick on. I don't think they're going to get everyday roles, but 
good bench, good no, bench, both of them good are, bench players. Both of them have – that's the big thing. Like, I feel like not a lot of people talked about how we did see a lot of success from the minor league guys last year. I mean, you talk about um, – you know, you, you said Luke Williams. Luke Williams played – That story was amazing. Huge role in versatility. I mean, he played yeah. everywhere, everywhere. Um, same can be said for Matt Veerling. Matt Veerling came up and made an immediate impact. Nick Maton took over for Didi Gregorius for like yeah, a month good yeah, yeah. Um, until mm-hmm. Ronald Torres babbipped his way into the role. But like, you know, and sure, then everybody's going to say, oh, but wh- what about Mickey Moniak? Mickey Moniak wasn't given a chance to succeed at any level. So we're not even going to, we're not even going to go there. Yep. But like Raphael Marchand, you, you look at these guys and yep. you, you yeah. see how they kind of did make a good transition to the major league level. And we'll see more of him next year. Yeah. Uh, well, do you not? Oh, oh. We might not. Oh. The, the Phillies have four catchers on their 40-man roster. I, and all good. Oh, Hap, no. Uh, <laughs> Logan. No, not uh, – who's the other one? Logan O'Hoppy's not even on the on the roster. Yeah, we didn't even mention this in the, in the, in the new additions to the Phillies. Garrett no. Stubbs and Donnie Sands. And uh, Nick Nelson as well. Yep. The, yeah, I, we'll, no. we'll, we'll we'll cover it all in time before. The all right, starts. all right. We'll, we'll get those <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get. We'll, we'll, to, we'll, we'll look we'll look at the miners next one because I want to bring in start Bryce and start and the, right, the, the ranking. So the next podcast we'll we'll dive into the um to the miners, um very quickly. Uh, who plays center field this year? Hazley. No, I don't is, think so. Not to ready? start the year. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I think. One. I mean, it feels like after If they don't go out and grab somebody, if they don't go out and get like a, a Manny Margot or a, a Kevin mm-hmm. Kiermaier or, or somebody, uh, I think Matt Beerling's going to win the job. I mean, he can cover it. He's not going to be amazing, but he's got wheels. Um, you know, he's got a good glove. He's got a good arm. Um, he can do it. It's just not going to be, you know, he's not going to be the greatest defender of all time, but at least he's he's played there more than Adam Hazley did before Hazley came up. Um, and also Beerling has... Yeah. A really impactful bat. I mean, it, people saw enough from him last year where, like, across the board, he's ranked like top eight in the Philly system right now, where he was unranked to start last year. I mean, that's a hell of a progression. I, yeah, and a little humble brag back in 2018, I did write a piece about um, top five Phillies prospects to watch um, going into the 2019 season and Matt Reeling was number one. Um, He's and, pulling the receipts right now. Yeah, well, I could, letting us all know. I could link it if you guys wanted to. <laughs> anyway, um, I just, I, I've always liked his, his tools. I think he's really, he's outstanding. So I'm really excited to, to see what, what comes from him you know i was just i was just getting excited for the new season and i realized we've got quite a few holes to fill <laughs> we've a lot we've got a we've got a yeah we've got a lot of there uh, are four people in this bullpen right now yeah four nice. outfield pitching's not not too bad but that's that's about it but oh yeah ouch but a lot of teams as soon as that lockout's lifted it's gonna be a, a yeah. flower. Hopefully, it just goes crazy. That'll be so much fun. It will. It's gonna be. I think like, it's gonna be exactly what it was like. The beforehand. pot's gonna yeah. explode. It's not gonna be hot. Hot stove. It's gonna be a <laughs> volcano. Volcano. Can pasta <laughs> all over the kitchen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Alex Sheridan says predictions. Will we end the playoff drought? It's balling. It's too early to call on it. Uh, <laughs> Every year, I want to say this year, and then I'm wrong. So <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I was. I was going to say possibly, and I see the holes we've got to fill, and it's uh, to be confirmed. 
Come to me. We'll we'll, we'll get back to you, Alex. We'll get we'll get back to you on that one. That's way too early. Plus, we want to see what the Mets do and the Braves and see how the vision shapes out. Um, Francesca says, "Am I the jinx?" I stand to believe it, guys. We're thinking they might be onto something here. I'm sorry. Dude. You got to prove them wrong. And I've only seen of all my visits to Philly. And to see the Phillies, my don't say you've only my, seen my, losses. No, my my yeah, my my win loss record is terrible. It's, oh. it's but now you're coming back this year, right? Coming back in June, baby. Yeah. The what series are you here for? So I'm not. I I I bailed on opening weekend at Citizens just because of what's going on, and I thought, oh, I don't want to good play, call just in case. I don't want to play Russian yep. roulette with that. <laughs> Otherwise, all that bargaining negotiations affects me personally as well. If the season's delayed, mm-hmm. no. Right. Move it to June, so I've got the Wednesday game, the final game of the Giants series, and then the Free Angels games. Uh, so I've got Wednesday. So I'm flying in Wednesday, going straight from the airport to the game Wednesday evening. And then I'm going, Thursday's an off day, and I want to get out to Pioli and Wayne and see people. See you guys and have some beer. you got drinks with us somewhere in drinks. there. Yes, we'll do that. <laughs> do that Thursday. Do that Thursday. Oh, I can't wait go for that. Go into a bar and drink, and then... Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the Angels series, and then right after that last Angels series, I'm straight to the airport and out of here. So it's a, it's a flyby, but it's it's been what nearly two years since I've been out there. So I can't. That'll be awesome. Every curse breaker that you can even think of: spoon under the pillow, like wear your pajamas <laughs> inside out, um, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever you can do. You gotta. It's a big curse you gotta break. Oh my, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I've got to break every even the maybe even the slide, the sweep slide. I've got to change. Oh, like, bring it with you on the plane. I love the sweep slide. Yeah, you have to do it in the parking lot when you're tailgating. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if we sweep the angels on my way. Yeah. Up, oh, do you know what I'll do? You know the planes have those slides. I'm getting it out. Yeah. If we sweep the, yeah, I'm we sure they'll the let angels, you utilize that. Yeah, it'd be they fine. Will. And mm-hmm. I'll you just have to make sure you're at an emergency exit window. Bolin, I know you love this question. Final one from Oscar from Sweden. Uh, says, if, Mar- if Rob Manfred was an evil cartoon or in an evil movie, villain, who would he be? Bolin, I know you I love this question. I love this Twitter. question. I had to respond to him yesterday. And I've been thinking about it like, <laughs> all day because it's, it's just such a good question. And, you know, it was something that like wasn't totally like lockout related sort of thing, which, you know, I haven't been fully following. And I was serious. I have been thinking about it this whole time. And I was like pondering over like Disney villains and whatnot. And then today I was thinking about it. And my final answer is Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Mm. That's a good one. Excellent. You know, like like extremely greedy, egotistical, you know, the little man doesn't really mean much sort of thing. He's not in touch with what the fans want. Um, you really have gone deep and yeah, that ego. Like Ken Rosenthal doesn't have a job at MLB Network. Right, right. He hurt his ego. So what an idiot! By the yeah. way, that's just yeah. the the stupidest decision he's ever made, and he's made a lot of dumb decisions. <laughs> mine. Have you guys seen Meet the Robinsons? No, I never have. Well, then no. you're not gonna get it. <laughs> but the listeners will. There's this guy. Uh, he, they call him Bowler Hat Guy. Um, for like the majority of the movie, until they until they realize he like that guy. super tall, lanky guy. Yes. Okay, yes. I, I know what you're talking about. And his whole character arc is that he's just trying to ruin this kid's fun. He's just trying to ruin his fun because, and it's, one, it actually is pertinent because the the kid from Meet the Robinsons made him stay up all night 
um, because he was like working on an invention. So he goes to his baseball game the next day and falls asleep in the outfield and misses the final out, misses the catch for the final out. And his team hates him and he gets bullied forever. And I think somewhere along the line, that's what happened to Rob Manfred. He didn't make the final <laughs> out in his little league game. So now he hates baseball and he's just trying to do everything he can to ruin the fun for everybody else. Thank you. Great. That's, that's a great one. Love it. Great. You guys got to watch that movie. That movie is that so be on the good. Disney Channel, right? I'm adding it to my list now. Oh, I'll, I'll watch, watch Meet the Robins. Uh, guys, I think we have covered everything. We are up to date. There is literally no more happening outside what we just spoke about. Unless news breaks, unless news broken since we've been on. I don't think so. And it hasn't. <laughs> Slow I don't going. think there were meetings. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine if the lock- lockout ended as we were doing this? Literally now? right now. That'd be like, crazy. Oh, we'll have to record a whole new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the owners have conceded. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the MLBPA occupies the castle. Well, we'll it's... um, we'll probably the next one. If the lockout ends next couple of weeks, we'll do, we'll do another podcast because then spring training will be around the corner. We're literally yeah. we're officially mm-hmm. less than a month away from the first game. Well, we'll see. It might get delayed, but yeah, I know. Um, I'm I'm clutching. They might even cancel games. Who knows? But at least then the season would start on. But then I'm I'm always for a short spring training. Yeah, me too. I, I, the four weeks is too long because you're excited, and then the first week you're like, yay. Especially it's UK friendly times. And then after two weeks, you're like, come on, let's just, just, just get down to business. Let's get down to the real thing. Especially as spring training, which reminds me of Michael Franco. He was so good in spring. And you think, yes, he's going to have a great <laughs> season. And we're going to see April. him this year probably too. He's with the uh, Nationals. Oh, no. That's so is Cesar Hernandez. And he's always Mr. April as well. And Cesar's there as well, isn't he? <laughs> oh, it's uh, they're assembling a lot of ine- inevitability, inevitability about it. Uh, guys, it's been fun. It's been good. Oh, it's been great. Bolin, where can we find you on Twitter? Everyone knows where we can find you on Twitter, but just a, a plug. At in the fanatic. Thank you for that plug, by the way. It's well, it, you 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 plug in, you plug in. Everyone, great, <laughs> great, great follow, great follow. The best. Great memes, great gifts, great pictures. In fact, I you know what? I sit there and go, that that's, your tweet is genius. Like, how do you? Uh, you nail it. You always nail all the tweets. It's like you get it. It's like you get it. She gets it. That that's the tweet that sums up everything. <laughs> I mean, thank you. That's a little much, but thank you. Much appreciated. Just, just transfer me the just your, your local troll account, you know. Yeah, just yeah, your you local can find nerd. Him on Venmo. Yeah, Venmo, Venmo the mummy money over that's <laughs> and uh, and Alex, Alex, are you twitching this year? I am, yeah. Streams okay. are gonna be back. I took a really long break mostly because of you know life stuff um yeah you know my girlfriend was sick for a while so i had to take care of her and my very adorable dog um but now uh yeah i've got a whole bunch of plans lots of stuff brewing i'm really really excited it definitely won't the schedule won't be as um as regular i'm not going to be streaming five times a week i definitely can't handle that uh right now but i'm definitely going to be streaming at least like once twice a week at minimum so Good i'm man. really excited so find find me on twitch at take a ball uh, or find me on twitter <laughs> at alex car mlb alex car mlb no alex car mlb sorry i've just yeah. butchered it for everyone alex car mlb because <laughs> yeah. i'm Carr. always at major league baseball that's right oh, that's wait. right and of course you can find us at uk phillies at uk phillies on twitter we've got the facebook group of course podcast which you're listening to now instagram i need to up my instagram game i just don't know what i put you know just 
pictures of you in full Phillies uniform and going down the marathon trade. Yeah, marathon trading. Oh, and if you want to follow me on Strava, yes. uh, people want to follow my progress. Keep tweeting me. Just I... a daily selfie with the sweep slide would be great. Just to know. Mm-hmm. It's just okay. a, just a pastime. Just a pastime. Just waiting. <laughs> uh, those who keep asking for my Strava, which, uh, oh. which I'm trying to get my head. I'm in. on Strava. You're on Strava. Yeah. We can be Strava buddies. Oh, it's the best. Bolden, you're on Strava, right? Is this a running app? It is. It's a running app. Yeah, I'm absolutely not on that. <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, all sync up our uh, our mile times. It'll be great. It's, it's I, don't mm-hmm. know, I don't know what I, it's just David Shaw S H A W. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna find there's, you on there's loads of me on there. I suppose we've got to be linked some way. I don't know, but I'll I'll it's fully I'll private tweet, because I'll my mile times are pitiful. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's not about it's. Look, it's just doing it. It's just yep. getting out there, getting in the fresh air, and doing it. The fun you it. have along the way. That's Ex- right. Which is not hey. a lot, but <laughs> an important, an important <laughs> lesson for all Phillies fans. It's just exactly. the journey, you know. Yeah. The, journey, yeah. the sadness at the end doesn't matter. The journey was the important part. Yeah, Alex, beautiful. That was beautiful. Um, guys, we'll be back soon. Hopefully, lockout ending, and we can recount down to the new season. Balling, Alex. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we'll see you guys again soon. Ring the bell. Alex. Ring the bell, Dave. Take us out. Let's go. Bye, guys. Bye.